0: Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I am joined by just Greg because Steven is partying and getting drunk while we work our asses off to bring you the best podcast possible. Uh, This intro is going to be very short because this podcast is actually pretty long. It's going to be listened to many people because guess what? It's Thanksgiving tomorrow. So with that being said, happy Thanksgiving. Eat turkey. Eat mashed potatoes. Yum. Eat stuffing. Yum. Eat whatever else you want because guess what? It's Thanksgiving. Me, I'm going to be slobbering down some mashed potatoes. How about that? So without further ado, here is not Steven, Greg. Hello, Greg. Hi,
1: how are you doing, Sterling?
0: I'm doing great. Uh, This whole Steven transforming into Benny thing really has taken a new shape this week as he is not here with us. Uh, Very sad. He's actually drinking with Benny right now, if you believe it. So all my friends, they're all home for Thanksgiving. I'm still in Spokane now with my high school buddies tonight is one of the drinking holidays of the year and, uh, it's nine thirteen, and I have only consumed two beers. So we're going to have to, we're going to really wow. have to ramp that up on this, uh, on this podcast here. You proud of me, Greg? I am. I am, but
1: you really got to pick it up. We're getting late here. There's only so many hours left.
0: I know I am. Well, to begin the podcast, Greg and our, Greg and I are champions of, a uh, a tennis tournament. <laughs> some degree, so. so, uh, Everybody uh, yeah.
1: back to back to back back to back.
0: We do a little something, something. There's another one coming up in uh, January, I think. So we yeah, had to back
1: be... to back to back.
0: That's gonna piss me off though if it's during playoffs. So we might have to skip that one.
1: No way. We got to do it. Well, we need to do yeah.
0: it properly. <laughs>
1: so yeah, we'll tr- true. Yeah, they could easily do it in like late February when nobody's got anything going on.
0: But... Would be the perfect time actually. Yeah. True. All Star Weekend, NBA All Star Weekend. Then there's no basketball either. Ooh. Come on, Jeff. Um, well, Steve's not here. He has texted me his picks, and let me tell you, they look pretty stinky. He had a really good, he had the best week last week, not a really good week. Uh, I had an abysmal week. So I went four, nine, and one. Steven seven, six and one, and Greg six, seven and one.
1: Our That's not matter. true. That's that's not true. What'd you got? I got it. I, I want seven, six and one. I right. guess we should have gone off this uh, over this prior to recording, but sorry. Okay, yeah, I sorry. Was, All right,
0: I'll give it, I'll give you the credit. Which, what do you got?
1: Well, we, we can go through them if you want. I think I didn't I have, give you uh, the, I
0: didn't give you Baltimore.
1: I could see. Oh, yeah, I had the Ravens. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: You're good. Easy. Easy.
0: My bad. Uh, so heading into week 12, Steven has a six game lead on me. He's 86, 76 and two. That's actually really good. I'm 80, 82 and two. And, Greg, you are now 42, 42, and two. So I'm in third place in percentage wins. But I actually think Steven might have one of the worst weeks in podcasting history. These are real picks. He texted us. He was not trolling. He might be drunk. His drinking holiday, as I said. So just when you see what he says on some of these listeners, don't worry. We were confused, too. So without further ado a turkey edition podcast by the way this should have came out today so we should have recorded it yesterday because nobody listens on thanksgiving so this is going to be our lowest listened episode just just for what it's worth greg uh i didn't even think about that that's a misstep on my part i've been doing this podcast that's for okay. Think, four years okay so we, we started off the most important detroit lions game and probably a generation since barry sanders was there that's for sure uh uh, I guess they played a playoff game against the Cowboys, but still, this is probably more important because nobody thought they would win that game. Okay, the Packers are in Detroit taking on the Lions 9 30. The first Lions Thanksgiving game that I've cared about in honestly, maybe my entire life. I'm I cannot think of one where I was like, wow, this is I, would, I love waking up for the Lions at 9 30. No, I just do it out of out of out of practice. And uh, so this is a game that I care about a lot. I have a lot of money. I have a lot of money in general, but also a lot of money on this game. The Lions are seven and a half point favorites. I'm going to take them to cover here. I just really don't see. I think the only way that the Packers can really have a good chance here is if they run all over them. There's no Aaron Jones. I know Jordan Love has improved the last few weeks as a passer, but I like the Lions pass defense uh, quite a bit. You saw how the Bears almost won last week. It was really just running the ball. It was not much Justin Fields throwing. It was really just keeping the ball on the ground, keeping control of the ball. And when Fields actually started airing it out, when he should not have, because they were up six seventeen with like six minutes to go, uh, that's when the Lions made their big comeback. So I like this Lions team. I do think that it's they're in the top three of the best teams in the NFC, and they have a legitimate shot to make the Super Bowl this year. And teams like the Packers, I just don't see the Packers keeping pace. I know that, like I said, I know Jordan loves looked a little better lately, but that really doesn't give me any any uh. Any pause or hesitation in this pick. So I'm going to take the Lions seven and a half. My bets, my bet tomorrow is a three-team parlay money line. So I am taking the Lions to win. I put some money on lines, seven and a half, but my bigger bet is on the money line just for them to win. You get even odds if you do these three games. So I should cash it right now. Steve is taking the Packers. Thinks the Packers cover. Didn't give he gave no explanation
1: on all of these. I'm just going to give Steve's pick. So he gave the Packers. Greg. Um, yeah, and with Steven's uh, pick, he did get him at plus eight. I think the line is eight now, just so you know. I think that's kind of the common accepted number. I rolled these lines down at um, about 3 p.m. today. So, Yeah, the line switched. But I'll, give yeah. it,
0: I'll give eight. I'll give eight.
1: Yeah, it's at eight. Um, that said, it doesn't matter. Um, that pick from Steven is going to – eight points is not going to be enough. I uh, I am so heavily invested in Detroit at this point that uh, Thanksgiving could be very, very rough for myself and and my associated family tomorrow if I have to show up at my in-laws with a giant hole in my pocket. So And it sounds like you're on the same bandwagon. Turkey's going back? You're taking the turkey back? (laughs) I'm taking the turkey and I'm throwing it in the backyard. And I'm stomping on it and I'm taking all kinds of uh, unwarranted aggression on that poor cooked bird. Uh, so anyways, I, I don't have too much fear there. I really think Detroit's going to have, I mean, you can't really call it a bounce back bank game because they beat the bears and pretty well, the actually, they looked bad though. Yeah. I mean, Goff, bad golf came out. Stinky Goff came out. He threw three picks, I think, um, out of nowhere. And, Those are bad throws. Those are bad throws. And like you said, I think this is really a showcase for Detroit. This is going to be the first uh, turkey game where I think the entire nation is going to be like, oh, my God, we got to watch that Detroit game. We're so excited to see this team and this running attack and this defense and see Goff hopefully, you know, play a little bit better than he did. Um, So I I think that uh, in summary, I think they're going to have no trouble. The Packers are so beat up. There was 16, 17 guys on the injury report today. It's insane. So, yeah, it's insane. I mean, they're calling up, you know, backup running backs. Uh, A.J. Dillon's going to be the lead back in this game. He's no good. Um, so, I, I I don't know. I, I, I don't think Jordan Love's got enough in the tank to try to keep up with Goff and the crew there. So, yep.
0: I'm there with you. Okay. On to the second game. Uh, Commies, Cowboys. This is... uh. This is the one where you eat. This is the game where you start eating dinner. You get it, get it early. In, um, I don't know if you're, an, are you an early Thanksgiving dinner type guy? What time do, what time do you guys eat?
1: Uh, so it really depends on the family that is cooking. They you are Italian, so I'm, assu- I'm assuming uh, it's late for you. It is usually later. So I would say I don't know what's considered normal. I think a lot of people eat Thanksgiving dinner a little bit earlier, like one or two o'clock. Like yeah, so like two or three. We usually eat uh, when my mom cooks. It's like. Four or five at the earliest, and so same with
0: my family, by the way. And I have no problem with that.
1: I don't either. I I don't don't want to eat a massive smorgasbord
0: at one o'clock. I just don't. I'm not that hungry. I don't.
1: I don't. I don't get it. Like, why are we eating dinner all of a sudden, as if it's like a late lunch? No, just eat at normal time. It's just a dinner, you know. And don't get me started on
0: Thanksgiving food, the most overrated of the foods. It's a lot of options. I love potatoes. I love stuffing, turkey a good sandwich meat but when i'm cutting when i'm slicing up a turkey i'm not
1: feeling oh this is great just saying man i gotta say you're my soulmate tonight sterling i, I gotta it, say any any food, i love you too i i feel like our love has only grown since we won our second championship what do you think another ring really another dub yeah. yeah another ring <laughs> another dub it's no big deal anyways um any food that you cherish as an american can be a Thanksgiving food. And as a pescatarian and an American, an American pescatarian, if you will, uh-huh. um, I think one of the greatest additions we've had in my family is my family, my mom, my dad, they accommodated me and started cooking salmon. We had salmon. And like, what what's more American than salmon? Native American is salmon. That's the food that helped keep uh, the Kalispell tribe alive, the Spokane Indian tribe alive. My and help them prosper to the point where they were able to put casinos out in Airway Heights for you and I. Have you seen that new? Have
0: you seen my new invention out there? They're putting the Sterling Slide, the thing. I building. saw that. I saw yeah. that. Did you
1: fund that? I was going to text you when I I came. I went in there yesterday and I was like, "What is that? I think yeah, Sterling funded that." Personally. It's a Sterling Slide. That's what we're calling
0: it. Uh, <laughs> my name's going to be on there. It's, I can't wait. And yeah, that was one of the.
1: No, I, that's that's mad respect. Like it's even got the S in there. Like I see that you had them design that. Like yeah, shout that's out on to that's you. On me. I, I, I worked with them for that one. <laughs> <laughs> is that a, is that like a portico or something that they're doing? I, I, don't, know I don't know what it's that's what... really in slide, but I'm I'm
0: hoping or zipline. This <laughs> would be cool. Um, okay, so we're both not going to be eating while watching this, but a lot of people will be. Dallas is twelve and a half point favorites. I've watched Sam Howell get sacked about 60 times this season. I haven't watched it, but I've seen it. And uh, uh, I I just don't understand how he they're going to move the ball against Dallas. This is a game where Dak Prescott, I think, is 70, 75 to 1 or 45 to 1 to win MVP. This game's going to pr- prop him up to be probably second or third of the MVP rankings. By the way, let's just get this out of the way. The MVP this year is probably the worst award race I've ever seen. Jalen Hurts has terrible stats to be the MVP. I know their team's good, but he's like 15 touchdowns, eight picks. I know the rushing stats are really good. The rushing touchdowns, that's not an MVP season. Give it to Tyreek Hill. Give it to Christian McCaffrey. This is the one year where a QB should not even be in the running. None of these QBs have good stats. The best one was Kirk Cousins. Dak's going to be right there stat-wise. But why are we doing this? Why are we giving the MVP to Jalen Hurts or to Mahomes? Mahomes was the favorite heading into last night. This is the worst Mahomes year in ever, ever quite easily. This is Mahomes is a mediocre quarterback this year with the stats that he has. That is what it is. I'm just saying. He's obviously great. Why are we doing no, this? No, I agree. 100%. Give it to Tyreek Hill. I hate Tyreek Hill. Everybody knows I hate Tyreek Hill. He's uh, one of the worst people in the league, as far as I'm concerned, and t- off the field issues. They try to the the Dolphins have their uh, hard knocks in season. They try to like show him as like a good person and all this. It drove me crazy. It was an infomercial on Tyreek Hill. Uh, but he should be the MVP. He's having he's going to break well, okay. the record if he stays healthy. He's amazing. He makes that offense move. That offense is the best in the NFL. What
1: are we doing? I I I will say I agree with you, Sterling. I think that unfortunately he's there's no way in hell that Tyreek gets MVP. MVP has been and will be continuing a QB award. Yeah. Right. Like like. And here's the question: Who's the QB that wins it? Who's the QB? Okay. More importantly, who's the QB who has the best odds to make you money and win it? It's Dak or Tua. No. Why is it Dak? Why is it Tua? I think two is going to
0: have really good passing stats and same with Dak and good records.
1: Let me give give you some stats. It's going to be Lamar. This quarterback is sixth in passing yards per game, is, I believe, third in overall passing yards for the season, first in passer rating, first in total QBR, first in completion percentage, first in touchdowns per attempt, first in yards per attempt. First in yards per completion, and who is that? That's Lamar, right? It's Brock Purdy.
0: Brock Purdy's not it. Brock Purdy's not winning it.
1: It's That's the
0: same Brock reason. Purdy. It's the same reason. Two No matter what, like the
1: he's, well, he's statistically the best quarterback there is. And I think what what you're missing is the M, the uh, MVP voters now. The the voters that are in there now are becoming more and more analytically based in their voting in the past like three or four years, they're going through that analytic model. I don't know. Brock Purdy 16 to one. I, I'm not saying I'm not going to put a hundred bucks on that, but it might be a good bet.
0: Honestly, I just, I think that I'm looking at him right now. Let me bring him up. MVP award. Okay. Purdy's 15 or 16 to one Dax, 15 to one. I don't know why I said 45 to one Dax, 15 to one. I think, I think this game against the commanders Dax, going to move up to uh Around that, around that plus 400. I think he's gonna have a 400 yard three touchdown great game. McCaffrey's 40 to one. Tyreek 60 to one. I don't get that. I just don't get that. Lawrence is 25 to one. Why is Trevor Lawrence have better odds than Tyreek Hill or Josh Allen's 18 to one? Why? I understand he's it's a quarterback. quarterback.
1: It's yeah, you he can't used go to against non
0: quarterbacks. I mean, Adrian Peterson wanted like 12 years ago, didn't he?
1: Yeah, when, but he, he had that insane year. I mean,
0: Tyreek Hill's having that insane year.
1: He is. He is. I agree. I, I think it should be Tyreek. I totally agree. But I I would not change go against the name it. of the it's award. True. Just change
0: the name of the award now. Call best Sam Howell right now has the most passing yards in the NFL. Sam Howell. Yeah. Who we, that's we are, crazy. Who are they're currently a <laughs> thirteen point underdog that we are going to all pick the Cowboys to cover that. I'm pretty sure. Besides Stephen, who picked the commies. Um, I'm just looking at these passing stats. The TD leader has 22 touchdowns through. We're what? We're in week 12. Is that what we're entering? Yeah, 22 yeah. touchdowns. So Josh Allen's going to probably end with like 30. That's going to probably lead the league, something around there. 30, 33. It's just a bad year. There's two quarterbacks with over 20 touchdowns this year. Why are we doing this? But whatever. Enough of that. It's just annoying. It should be. It should be Tyreek Hill, and it's going to be one of these QBs with the worst MVP season in. Modern NFL history because none of these well, really deserve it.
1: You heard it here first. Brock Purdy MVP for 2023. Uh It's not even going to be close. Cash that. I'm going to Lamar's might, like almost 100. plus 200 right now. That's insane. I might. I know, but I might put 100. Well, Lamar's probably going to get hurt. I'll put 100 bucks on Purdy. The problem I, with going... per- but I'm going to tell
0: you this right now. The problem with Purdy. I'm just going to. This is what's going to happen. Voters will not vote for him because he has. McCaffrey, Kittle, Debo, Trent Williams, the best offensive tackle, Ayuk. Uh, he has just too much help, and the defense is good too. People see that. That's what you're right about. All the stats, obviously, Vegas doesn't really agree that he has a chance because if if it was just pure analytic base and stat base, like you just gave me, then he would be right there. He'd be he'd be better than Hurts. Hurts is Here's staff. here's
1: here's the counter argument to that though. Like if you look at how Vegas has spread out. The odds on all the MVP runners, like all the quarterbacks, everybody's like five to one, four to one, like close to close close to that range, because they've gotten burned in the past on having these like twenty-five to one guys actually hit, or these twenty True. to one guys hit. True. So they're trying to spread that across the spectrum. And then, oh wait a minute, who hits? Oh, it's Brock Purdy, of course. Yeah, sixteen to one. Nobody had any money on him. I, I'm you telling know who you, I think like, the most
0: value is. I'm looking hey. at this. He's 200 to one. Okay. Russell Wilson. Offensive player. Russell MVP? Wilson. Russell Wilson.
1: You're crazy. 69% You're so
0: completion, crazy. 19 touchdowns, four picks.
1: Okay. Like he's
0: right there. Yeah. He has he has more. I now Purdy has more yards by quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I think Purdy's clearly the number one. Like value though, at Russell just, Wilson. Well, betting value, yeah, for sure. I mean, pretty is number one in EPA per dropback, so that's pretty tough to beat. But
0: yeah, okay. Well, enough of um, that. We're We're gonna have a bad MVP this year, regardless. Instead of annoying me. Brady should have sure, yeah. Brady should have played one more year. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Where's Mac Jones? Uh okay, so I'm taking the Cowboys here. That's that's really where we should have just talked MVP. Yeah, Dak Prescott's gonna have a monster game. Micah Parsons probably has a monster game. Uh I can see that guy. I don't even know that guy's name. He has four pick sixes. I can see him getting another one. Sam Howell. He just will air it out. He has a few good passes a game. The rest of them are terrible. This line should be again like these lines. If the Cowboys were favored by seventeen, I think they cover. I just don't see how the commies can actually score and move the ball. I really, they just gonna have to go for pis and like deep throws, and half of those will get picked off. And then it's like, yeah, I just don't know. I don't think I don't think they can keep this close. That being said, watch it be a close game. And watch this be the sweaty one out of, out of the parlay. But I'm taking the Cowboys. Steve is taking the commies. I don't know why. It's 12 and a half. I'm not giving
1: him the 13.
0: I'm giving them the lines that I had. I'll change okay. them. Yeah. 13 and a half. What he gave me. It's yeah, 12 it's, and a half.
1: It's 13 and a half now. That's what I see. Oh,
0: okay that's stupid i wrote down 12 and a half whatever not
1: <laughs> it was th- take- 13
0: and a half now whatever
1: all right 12 12 and a half it is because i'm on your side too i'm going to dallas so we're going with 12 and a half. we're not giving him that extra point screw yeah. you steven if you showed up we'll give you the 13 and a half. How about that yeah um yeah i i think the cat's out of the bag on washington i mean is this not the team that lost to uh the new york giants last week um so and uh there was a huge amount of, I'm in a survivor pool beyond the survivor pool that you and I are in, Sterling. Yeah. And uh, that uh, took out about 40... Or no, 35% of the pool was on Washington. And uh, I have no faith in them going into Dallas and even keeping it semi-close here. I think the full-on tank is going to occur. I think that uh, Ron has lost a locker room at this point, And I think it's going to be... You know, obviously, he knows his time is up. Um, he's gonna get fired after this and, game. Oh, he's gone. He's he. <laughs> how is he still there? But yeah, I think this game is gonna be the embarrassment that that finally pushes him over the hill. And this is kind of that time of season, post Thanksgiving, where you start to see people get fired. They don't get fired before Thanksgiving. Once that's over, everybody's like, "Peace, you're gone. We're moving on. It's time for next year." Anyways, Dallas by probably twenty-one. That's it. Sorry, Stephen. Hmm. I agree. Okay,
0: I just wanted to say this about Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera has been a coach for one, two, three, four, five, six, two. Basically for 12 years, 13 years. He's been a coach for 13 years. He has a positive win-loss record. He only has three winning seasons. That's and, crazy. Yeah, he has one 8 and 8 season just for what it's worth. So he has four seasons at 500 or above. Every other season is a losing season.
1: So, <laughs> wow.
0: I, I, heard, I heard that on another podcast. I'm stealing that. But, yeah, that's an that's an insane stat. Okay. The game of the Thanksgiving is your Seahawks against the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers are seven and a half point favorites. Um, what? It's seven
1: and a half now? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay.
0: Steven texted seven. Do we give him the seven? <laughs> I got seven. I don't know where your numbers are at because I got seven. They've moved up. Okay. Most of these other games are the same,
1: but this was... okay. Let's this Let's split it at seven, because I think earlier this week it was a six and a half. It was I six and a half. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay.
0: Well, I'm gonna take the 49ers regardless. It's um they're a much better team. Gino's hurt. There's no Kenneth Walker. Again, I think the only way that the Seahawks can win this game is if they control the ball. I don't believe that uh Zach Charbonnet is that, a, is that close. Um Yeah,
1: that's it. Dead on. How about that?
0: Wow. Uh, I just don't think he's going to be the one that can do it. Uh, If they had Kenneth Walker, this would give me some pause. But the last few years, last year in particular, the years before last year, right, when the Seahawks, the Seahawks kind of dominated this matchup for a long time. And then last year, maybe the year before that, it was really the 49ers turned the table. Um, I just think the 49ers were a better team. I've been picking against them. They've got their groove back. They killed the Jaguars. Probably the probably the best one of the year for them. And then they or actually that would be the Cowboys. Then uh then they kind of beat down on the Bucs. That game was never close. I picked the Bucs to cover that. And the 49ers kind of were up 17 to 3, like that entire game, it felt like Brock Purdy had a perfect pass rating. He looks like he, he looks back to normal. I guess that concussion really did fuck him up for those few weeks, which makes sense. <laughs> probably shouldn't have played. Um I just think this I could see this game being a this game could be over in the first quarter. I think if the 49ers can score a couple touchdowns, they can go up 14-0. I just don't see the Seahawks really being able to come from behind. The only way is like, you, Geno has to hit like two deep balls to have any chance. Like two deep touchdowns where Lockett gets behind the defense or DK takes it to house it to have any chance. And I just don't know if that happens. I think, I don't think Geno should play this game. I really don't know why he would. That elbow, he was wearing a wrap. He should not have came in in the last drive. Like that really? Why wouldn't you play the rest of the game? Was the arm magically healed on that last drive? Um, three days rest after suffering an elbow injury is a recipe for disaster. Like I think it can only get worse. I just say, hey, Drew Lock, come here, do this, play your heart out, you know? Uh, because this game really doesn't matter to Seattle. They're going to be above 500 no matter afterwards. The last seed in the NFC, which is really what they're battling for, or the second to last seed, is going to have a terrible record. These team this the NFC sucks. There's three good teams, maybe four. There's four good teams. Sorry. I want to include the Cowboys in there. There's four good teams. The rest of it is just a rock fight for mediocrity for who gets those rest of those those playoff seeds. So Seattle will still get one. I'm still very confident in that, but they don't need to win this game. And honestly, they should probably they should they shouldn't tank it, but like you should not be throwing people out there that are that are on the injury report. Geno Smith does not need to play in this game, is what I'm saying. So I'm gonna take the 49ers. Uh, Steven unsurprisingly took the Seahawks, which I don't understand what his rationale would be for that, but okay.
1: Watch him be three and o and we're all in three. <laughs> that's how it will be. Oh, no. I think, uh, I think he had a few drinks before he wrote these down. Honestly, that's the only like logic I can bring to it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm riding with you with the 49ers. Uh, this is the first week, I think, that I've ever picked against Seattle. But it's so clearly a black and white kind of situation. Like you said, Gino is hurting. He shouldn't have gone back in the game. I think this actually would be a good game, as rough as it would be for him to throw Drew Locke in and kind of see, hey, what kind of success can this kid have? At least he's got a healthy arm. Gino, I, I can guarantee you he's going to be playing hurt through this game. And uh I respect it, but it's not gonna end up well. It's not gonna it's not gonna matter though. The Niners are so stacked. They've had our number excuse me, the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna come up there and I don't think it's gonna even be super duper close. And furthermore, Seattle Seattle needs this game. They've got a really tough schedule coming up. Next week we're at the Cowboys. You think the they week need after the game? that? Oh, they need this game. Okay. I mean Well,
0: I wasn't looking I at their future schedule,
1: a... so you're probably right. I'm not. I wasn't looking. Yeah, at... yeah I, I right. think they've got a good shot at a wild card, just like you said. The NFC is pretty rough, so I think they can still squeak one out. But they've got the Cowboys next week on the road, and then they're going down to the Bay Area to play the Niners again. Like, in th- like that's going to be so rough. And then they've got the Eagles at home. Okay, and then we travel all the way down to Tennessee, and then we got the Steelers at home, Cardinals on the road. to to finish out. So not all those games are tough, but most of them are. So um, what I was looking at today um, was, okay, let's say, let's say Seattle actually doesn't finish as a wildcard team. Who out of the NFC West might have a chance? And if you look at the LA Rams, I wouldn't sleep on them. They're kind of sneaky. And for the LA Rams, just to make the playoffs, just as a wildcard team, Mm-hmm. it's plus it's plus 490 right now
0: oh. and they
1: might they might sneak into that spot that we all think seattle is going to take and that's i think uh that's an interesting proposition i hate to bet against seattle but i might have to throw something on that just to just to uh yeah. see what happens yeah,
0: right god okay i'm not gonna bet that just because i really have um i don't have too much faith but because i don't think stafford stays healthy
1: yeah, that's fair. And that's probably why that, that is such a, a nice uh looking proposition right now. But um getting back to the point at hand, um yeah, it's San Francisco minus seven. Uh you and I I think are both heavily invested in this together. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've did you tease it or did you have it at seven? I bet so I bet I bet all
0: three games separately. And okay. then I have my bigger my big bet is on money line 49ers cowboys lines.
1: Okay. 40 ers Cowboys Lions. So you've got mm-hmm. a Turkey Day Parlay right there, a classic. Mm-hmm. All tied together. And then you've got an individual bet on San Francisco at minus seven or money line. Uh my oh minus
0: I think I got it six and a half.
1: Six and a half. And then I bet it all Monday. Minus
0: seven, seven and a half. It's like minus that. Seven. Okay. And then the Cowboys is the Cowboys might have been like ten and a half. I think it was ten and a half when I betted.
1: Okay. I, yeah. I've got Detroit T's down. And then I've got them with uh, 49ers teased down. And then I I did a pretty big bet on the 49ers, just minus six and a half, which was where it was at when I bet it. And then Detroit minus seven and a half. So I'm all yep. over the place on Thursday. Did you money Moneyline so Parlay them all? Like, um, no, I didn't Moneyline Parlay those. I did a Moneyline Parlay with uh, Philadelphia and Miami, I think. Wow. So I'd have to look. Not mad but about that I, either. I threw a lot of money out there. We'll see what happens. Some of it hopefully it comes in. back.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, that's Thursday. That's Turkey Day. So Friday, our 1st ever Black Friday game, Amazon, Jeff Bezos. Thank you. Honestly, thank you. You know, at least he's not Elon Musk. That's all I'd say about anybody being a billionaire. <laughs> and uh, Bezos is actually giving us something here with football. So thank you. And you Jeff. know what?
1: You... You know something about billionaires. You're friends with billionaires, I myself, at least a billionaire.
0: I myself am a billionaire.
1: Well, that's true. True. But Who are like, my uh, friends that's a billionaire? Well, like the multi-billionaires, like uh, Cuban. Oh yeah, me and Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marky boy, Marky Mark. Mark's a good, Mark's a good guy. Uh, yeah.
0: So Black Friday, I'll be tuned in, of course. Is this college football? Do do uh, when does uh, when does Michigan play Ohio State? Cause I bet that I just want to make that's on Saturday. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure that I I'll be watching NFL today. Um, so the, the, I, you know, when Amazon got this game, they're like, hell yeah. Dolphins versus Rogers. That's what everybody with the jets. Instead they're going to get Tua versus Tim Boyle. And I'm going to tell you this, you, you are a new member of the backseat quarterbacks. But I think it was when we changed the name from sports with Sterling to backseat quarterbacks that we really went in and looked at Tim Boyle because he was playing football. We're like, who is this guy? It was when Aaron Rodgers got hurt one of those games and Tim Boyle came in and took like four snaps or something. I was like, what? Who is? I know a lot of people that play football. Um, I did not know this guy. And he, I looked him up and now it's now everybody talks about this. Here's his stats in college, Greg, okay? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. He went to UConn for three years. He had one touchdown, 13 interceptions. His best completion percentage was 52.4. Oh, God. And he didn't rush. He can't run. He then transferred to Eastern Kentucky. He didn't play a year. He redshirted. He played his fifth year senior year. He was 61% completion percentage for 2,000 yards, 11 touchdowns, 13 picks.
1: Wow. Oh, good for you, Tim. This guy
0: went undrafted. I didn't Shocker. even know he was still in the league. I re- he played with Detroit in 2021. That was a dark time for Detroit. He started three games for Detroit. His stats that season were three touchdowns, six picks um, for a 63.5 rating. He has since had action with Chicago last year and actually played with the Jets this year. I did not know that. Was that against the Bills? And he threw three picks, zero touchdowns. So his career NFL stats are three touchdowns, nine picks. They found the one guy worse than Zach Wilson. He's starting this game. I'm not even kidding. I think the Dolphins don't need to throw a pass and they will win this game by 20 points. I can't believe this is 10. This should be, I would, I think the Dolphins will win this game by 28 points. And that's because I respect the Jets defense. That's what that's, that's it. And I respect the Jets defense because I think that they, the dolphins will have great field position all game. I just don't see a world in which this guy can actually keep this game even semi-close. This guy should not be an NFL quarterback. I I understand why they're using him. Trevor Simeon will be the starter in like two weeks. This is or next week. Uh, this guy has familiarity with Hackett's offense because he's just Rogers backup. So I get why they're using him. Means nothing to me. This is the worst quarterback that has ever taken a snap in the NFL in the modern day NFL, as far as I'm concerned. He's he's so bad. Dolphins minus 10. I think this should be a 17 point line. This should be the biggest line. This is the only reason it's 10 is because of respect for the Jets defense. That's it. But I don't need to respect All right. in here. Dolphins. All
1: right. I uh, hate to be the line judge here, but I've got nine and a half.
0: Nine and a half is fine.
1: Okay. Nine and a half. And I don't know if Steven took... Just give me the line
0: then from now on. Just you give me the
1: line, okay? Okay. I'll give you the line. Okay. So Dolphins are nine and a half, and I agree with you 100%. Tim Boyle, I don't know how you snuck in the NFL, but man, God bless you. You've been hanging around, cashing big checks, and I respect that. I wish I could do that. I wish I could kind of fly under the radar with my mediocrity and, uh, you know, somehow just come out with a giant check every single week for doing nothing um, or going into a game and doing nothing or less than nothing. How do you get a job after a going 0-3 with the, with the, with the, with the Lions? I don't get this. I, I don't know how he's, I don't even know why this guy, you you question whether he could even go play like Canadian football. Like, it, I don't think so. No, I don't think that they want you up there. I don't think that you play anywhere. Um, I don't think 16 reps on even... the bench. Yeah. I don't think you coach division three football, honestly. But uh yeah, I gotta go Miami minus nine and a half. I think that uh this is gonna be one of those breakout games. Um I think the Jets D is also kind of due for a little bit of a letdown. Like these guys have been holding on so hard for so long. I think there's been hope that maybe Aaron Rodgers comes back. Uh, maybe misplaced hope, but Zach Wilson has just, Oh God, what a, what a joke. These guys would be so good with a a decent, just a halfway decent quarterback. And, uh, anyways, yeah, they they don't have one. Tim Boyle's not the answer. Um, he may look, he may make uh, Zach Wilson look like a world beater going out there and try to win. So it's not going to be close. It's going to be an ugly game.
0: (laughs) I have a hundred dollars with a with one of David's friends uh, that Aaron Rodgers won't play another snap this year, and I think Tim Boyle starting is helping my case because they're That's gonna... a great bet. Yeah,
1: yeah. Thank you. Can I? Can you give me the contact for him?
0: Well, I can't.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, well, fine. Okay.
0: You won't take that bet no more. I don't think. They're really? out. When did you, yeah. when did you make it? I made it during the Bengals Ravens game.
1: Oh my god! Because he's thought like, Rodgers coming back,
0: and I said he's not coming back. I promise you that. <laughs> There's no oh. way, um, and it was minus three fifty or something. No, on like offshore accounts,
1: and I was wow. like, I get even odds. This
0: happened actually. This, something like this has happened twice in my life in Spokane, where one of them was a the Super Bowl, the Rams Bengals, where a guy was like, I'll bet you hundred dollars the Bengals win that game, and I was like, even odds, and he's like, Yeah, the Rams were minus two hundred. I said, Will you do five hundred? He said, No. <laughs> and he, he did 200. And I was like, well, if I really wanted to, I can just hedge this and make money either way. I did not hedge it, but I was like, if you give me even money odds when the odds are minus two or 300, I'm going to, I will unload as much money as I need to do.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And I can hedge it if I put too much on it. That's, that's, that's the rule of the game.
1: Sure.
0: It happened also with, uh, I can't remember. It was like the, fi- it was a final four game.
1: Let me like, ask you this how so. many of these Spoken Knights have actually paid you out? of these bets that you've uh, earned uh one out of
0: two the rams guy did pay uh okay then this guy will pay i know that this. this is okay. one of david's good friends and he 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 is not hurting for money and of course we've mentioned adam lackey in the in the past who is not paying yeah money.
1: adam lackey uh just a heads up we we swim in the same pools my friend good luck or you're about to you're <laughs> about to swim in the same pool that i swim in i'm coming for you adam watch out okay Nobody, <laughs> nobody screws over my buddy. Good it all can, be, it all can be, it all can be recovered.
0: You give me a hundred bucks, it's all, it's all good, it's all good.
1: But, oh, uh, I'll get you the hundred bucks. There might be some blood dripping from it. And interest, you'll get that hundred bucks and interest, and interest. Yeah, absolutely.
0: We got a twenty-two percent APR around here. It's been two years. <laughs> you, you do the math. <laughs> I don't know. That's do one hundred
1: forty. I think that's one hundred forty-four dollars. There we go. Or no, uh, hundred. I'd be more. Never mind. Anyways, one
0: hundred twenty-four thousand dollars, maybe. Uh yeah. We're all on the Dolphins. this is one Steve agreed with us. This is insane. Tim boy should not be starting. Jacksonville at Houston. Houston is one and a half point home dogs to Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence really put the beat down on the on the Titans and the Texans have just been miraculously winning games in the last second these last three 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 or four weeks. CJ Stroud tremendous phenomenal one of the best rookies I've ever watched had a pretty bad game against Arizona. And I think that happens against against uh, Jacksonville. This is a big game. This actually is maybe one of the better games on Sunday because I think both these teams. Um, what are the standings right now in the in the AFC South? It is.
1: Jacksonville is up a game on Houston.
0: Yeah, so this game this game actually has yeah. ramifications. Uh, I just don't see Houston being seven and four. I just can't believe that being real. I know CJ Stroud's broken. All expectations. Tank Dell's been amazing. What a find. I think it was a fourth-round receiver. I just think Jacksonville's the better team here. And one and a half, I'm going to take it. I'm taking Jacksonville. Uh, Steve is taking the Texans. Not surprised. He's now picked against me on four out of five games. I like it. We're, what, this is going to be over this week, or I will be back. That's what's going to happen here. Uh, Greg, what do you have?
1: Yeah, Steve's giving you back a lot of uh, ground here on the on the pick rating here. Um, I'm with you as well on Jacksonville. I think this is going to be, uh, kind of an AFC South showdown and Jacksonville is going to let them know what's up. Like, uh, Houston's not legit. They don't have a defense that can keep up with Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's going to be the difference here. I think they're both really talented quarterbacks. I mean, honestly, CJ Stroud may be the better quarterback in this game. That's not, Mm -hmm. I think, a huge... I believe yeah that's not a huge leap of uh of judgment there but that said I think the more complete team is on the other side of the ball and Jacksonville will probably win this I, I would say comfortably maybe by a field goal maybe maybe a five or six point margin um but wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised to see Jacksonville win by 10 you know um I just don't think Houston is going to get enough stops to keep it competitive uh down the stretch so got to go with Jacksonville
0: I like it. Yeah, I'm all in. I, I this is one of my bigger bets this week too. Actually, um, I like this Jaguars team, and I think the AFC they have better records. Like the 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 worst AFC playoff team is going to have like nine or ten wins. I think still, but it's wide open. Like I yeah. don't think anybody here can really take the Chiefs seriously with how they've played the last the, in the second half this entire season. They they're averaging less points in the second half than than the fucking Patriots. So. it makes no sense. I don't understand it one bit. So Jacksonville needs to win these games. They have a serious shot, a serious shot in the playoffs. We might get a Jacksonville uh, Detroit Super Bowl, which I would be all for. I would love that. That'd be awesome. That's not going to happen, but it would be awesome. Um, Steelers at Bengals. Steelers are one and a half point favorites in Cincinnati. I bet this one, I don't feel good about this one. I picked the Steelers. I do think the Steelers are going to win this game. Firing Matt Canada, the first in-season coaching change for the Steelers since World War II. That seems <laughs> that seems fake. That doesn't seem real. I didn't know football existed back then. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that happened. Matt Canada was terrible. Kenny Pickett needs to do one thing. He needs to throw only deep balls to to um, to Pickens down the field, and hope that there's PI or he makes a great catch, and outside of that, just give the ball to Jalen Warren, which is probably what's going to happen now, because Matt canada is gone, so Jalen Warren's touches are going to go up, so the offense will look better. Kenny Pickett sucks. He's one of the worst quarterbacks. I actually heard this on a podcast the other day. He is the only quarterback, there's 30 that qualify, that on clean pockets has an EPA of 0.0, which means, wow. yeah, that's insane. That doesn't make any sense. I don't get how that's possible, but it is. And so, hey, we roll with that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna go with the Steelers. I think the new offense coordinator is gonna help. Jake Browning is seriously awful. I remember watching him at UW and saying when, when they played Alabama in the college football playoff. I think that was the first year of it. Ah, uh, I knew they were gonna get slaughtered because ar- his arm is just not good enough to play against top level college talent, let alone NFL talent. He looked okay against Baltimore. I'll give him that, but I think, I think the Steelers can, can. Uh, We'll we'll raid him, especially TJ Wadd. You know, he's salivated in this game. He wants that defensive player of the year. Uh so I'm gonna go to the Steelers. Steve is a green, Steelers. I
1: What's think we going? have our first uh first hat trick here, boys. We've got uh myself on the Steelers as well, minus we, one. We all
0: did Dolphins, but yeah, second.
1: What's that? Oh sorry, 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 we did do dolphins, my bad. Um yeah, so second hat trick of the evening. I'm going with Pittsburgh as well. I think that Cincinnati is going to be, God, I hate to say it, but I think they're in a bit of disarray. Joe Burrow goes down. The whole team kind of goes down over there. Um, And I think that it's going to be a pretty sad moment there in Cincinnati. when Pittsburgh, their uh, divisional rival comes in and beats them. And I think it'll probably be uh, a bit of a hype up game for the Steelers. Like you said, Matt Canada's gone. I think that guy was kind of cancerous for a long time there. Definitely last year he was he was getting um lambasted for his play calling. And to have just a fresh new guy in there, no matter whether he's more talented or not, I think it's the uh I think it's the quarterback's coach that they elevated. So it's an in house guy that's coming up. I don't know if he's going to be better or not, but Hard to be I don't worse. know that you can yeah, I I don't know you can do a whole lot worse in Canada. So anyway, Matt Patricia, yeah, I think...
0: Matt Patricia, you can get Matt Patricia in there yeah, if they want Matt to go
1: That's true. That's true. He was pretty awful. But yeah, I think Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, you know, it'll probably be not not a super resounding victory. You know, maybe they get out of there with like a four or five point win, but I think it'll be comfortable. So oh, yeah,
0: Kenny Pickett doesn't allow you to be to win resoundingly.
1: Definitely not. So definitely not.
0: What's crazy is they're going to win this game. And they're going to have seven wins.
1: It's um, unbelievable. It's going to be it's so unbelievable. annoying because the
0: thing is, everybody's talking about this Chiefs team and that like, well, they might have to play three games in the playoffs. Well, one of those is probably going to be against Pittsburgh. And I mean, I'll be honest, that game probably is close, but I would, I would, I'd bet my ability to produce children on the fact that the Chiefs would beat the Steelers. <laughs> I would get a vasectomy if, <laughs> the Steelers beat so, uh, the Chiefs in the playoffs this year.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I, I gotta say that's probably a pretty safe bet. Um, yeah, Kansas City would not have any trouble with the Steelers. They're such a joke team. I mean, they've got a negative, they've got a negative yards per game differential to like every opponent that they've played, which just generally doesn't translate to having a winning record.
0: It makes no sense. Um,
1: yeah, they're they're a complete paper tiger. And Kenny Pickett has actually regressed. He wasn't even that good last year, and he's worse this year. So
0: he's the worst starting go. quarterback in the NFL. Like it's, I mean, Tim Boyle now, but Zach Wilson and Kenny Pickett are are the two worst, in my in my opinion. Mac Jones, yeah. Parker, but he he is dramatically better than both of those guys. Um okay, so Saints Falcons is what we move on to. We'll take a break after this one, a real quick one. I am taking I have it as a pick'em. I guess Steve said Falcons minus one. We're going to keep it a pick um because I don't I don't want to give them the... I'll give them the benefit of the doubt here. I'm going to take the Saints. The Saints have won eight of the last nine matchups against the Falcons. I think that's right. It's eight of the last nine or nine of the last 10. Derek Carr might play. That's not great for my pick. However, I really don't feel that bad about it. Desmond Ritter's playing for them. It could be Derek Carr or it could be Jameis. I would love it if it's Jameis. And I really have nothing more to say. There's no analysis here of this game. If you bet this game, best of luck. I, I really would stay away from any game involving these type these two teams. But I'm taking the Saints. Steve is taking the Falcons. I actually was gonna take the Falcons, and then I switched it when I heard that stab. That basically the Saints beat them down for the last five years. Greg?
1: Yeah, the Saints have been super, super reliable against the Falcons over time. And um what's really strange to me is if you look at the numbers of the public is almost entirely on Atlanta. Yeah, that's weird. And I don't know. I I guess we're taking this as a pick right now. Yeah. But this started out as I thought I thought okay, so I'm seeing Atlanta plus 1 right now and I thought that that was originally Atlanta minus 1. It was. Okay. And so or it started I don't know whatever but anyway 66% of the money is on Atlanta and yet they're it's switching to plus 1 for Atlanta which is really really strange classic line movement. Yeah, New Orleans is going to win this game. <laughs> like why is Vegas giving you an extra point to bet the other side when everybody's betting uh, on Atlanta. So yeah, it's New Orleans. That's easy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like that too uh bucks colts colts are two and a half point favorites i don't know why it's a tom brady stench on the bucks that keeps me coming back i don't bet them i have not bet them this year i don't think uh but i keep picking them and i'm doing it again i just i don't think the colts are two and a half points better i just don't i think this is a more of a more of an even matchup to where Whoever wins this game will win by three points probably, but it's going to go down to the last minute. And if it's Baker with the ball, I think they win. And I'm going to just pick that. So I'm picking the Colts. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm picking the Bucks. <laughs> Steve is picking the Colts. This game I have. Oh, sorry. I was going to take a break. We'll take a break after this game. Oh, yeah, we will. Because the next game is the Pats. So I'm going to go Bucks. <laughs> Steve's going Colts. What say you, my brother? Uh,
1: I, My brother, my brother, I am joining you with tampa bay again i feel like i've picked the same with you on almost all these
0: yeah on every single pick
1: yeah uh, and i'm not meaning to do that i love going (laughs) oppo i love going oppo on on some of your picks but i i don't know great minds think alike okay so uh i am joining you tampa bay plus two and a half i don't know why they're i don't know why they're an underdog here i would think that this would be more like tampa bay minus one did you see what jim mercy was saying today on twitter no, um, what was that crazy guy saying?
0: This is like the- so he went on um he went on HBO sports about his like okay. when he got pulled over in two thousand and thirteen, and he said he was targeted <laughs> for being a rich white billionaire, which is like the the, the, the which the uh the, I know, which the um the, the host, you thought you were profiled for being a rich white billionaire. And so they talked about it on first take today, and then this was his tweets, and I'm not kidding you, I'm gonna read them to you, okay, first take. You're going to get your ass sued because there's no alcohol, no illegal drugs. $29,000 is low for me to be carrying in 2014 arrest. I gave away $2,000 to $10,000 to the homeless and needed on the street all the time and pass it on, make the world better. My grandparents came from Ellis Island. With just the shirt on their back, penniless and escaping Jewish concentration camps. I grew up in a horrible home where both my brother and sister died in a car crash in 1971. I worked for my living, bought 30% of the Colts bank loan. And on first take, the woman that preceded Stephen A., how dare you pretend to know me? I don't know your name and I don't want to. If my black mother, Dorothy, was still alive, you'd be in some big hot water. You're mean and ugly. You're a nothing burger. Dorothy Bloodsaw was my black mom. She carried me in the house in Lincolnwood, Illinois, in 1959 June and raised me in the light of Christ. I would be dead if not for her unconditional love. She showed me that love was my, she showed me that Jesus was my savior. I owe everything to her. Anyways, the thing is, I'm, his dad bought the Colts. His dad was one of the richest people in, in like, I think it was real, real estate or something, bought the Colts. Yeah, he made yeah. Jim Irsay the general manager when he was twenty-four years old. Okay. And then he inherited the Colts when his dad died. So hey. he wasn't raised to riches. Now his now his grandparents coming over, escaping the concentration camps. That's awesome. That's that's great for that. But he, he made it seem like he was a race to riches. He went to private school all this. Jim Irsay is back on the drink. He's back on the drugs. He might sue us for he might sue me for the saying that, but he can. I would like him to take a drug test. That's all I ask. Pass a drug test, guess what? You'll get some money from me. Sue me for all I'm worth. I, I'll represent myself, Jim. Um, for those tweets in particular, I'm taking the bucks for nothing more outside of those tweets.
1: Fair enough. I kind of enjoyed some of those tweets. Like, good for him for sticking up for himself, however delusional it I was. I wish
0: you saw, I wish you saw the the punctuation in these tweets. It really doesn't <laughs> do it justice.
1: Oh God. The punctuation of a Nepo baby can't be good.
0: He's only sixty four years old. Look up what he looks like. That's no, I've
1: seen I've seen Jim Mercer. He looks pretty rough.
0: I thought he was like eighty-three years old.
1: Yeah, he looks pretty rough.
0: Yeah. But... Uh okay. We're gonna take a break and when we're back, we got eight more games. We'll zoom through some of them. We took us we took some time. So let me work. I don't even know how to end this in the zoom now.
1: Let's upper left hand corner.
0: OK, we are back. It took me five minutes to figure out how to start recording again. I have uh, lost my marbles, but we are back to talk about the Patriots and the Giants. The Patriots last week in the look ahead line were five and a half point favorites. But after that explosive game from Tommy DeVito, where he actually looked decent, if not kind of good. Um, and the Giants defense for six turnovers, which is unheard of. Uh, they are now only three point underdogs at home against the Patriots. New England has been coy about who is starting this game. Uh, it could be Mac Jones. It could be Bailey Zappi. It could be Will Greer. I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm thinking it's Mac Jones. He took most of the first-team reps. Uh, I don't know if that's good or bad, if the Patriots want to lose. I think Zappi is who they should go with. I'm picking the Giants here. I think they went outright. They look like they found something, honestly, with how they're using Saquon. And I know Washington's not the greatest barometer on how to judge a team, but Washington just beat New England in New England two weeks prior. And it's hard to say that that um, DeVito will have back-to-back good games. And Belichick, if he's still trying to coach well, will screw with him a lot with some of the looks he gets. He'll see stuff he's never seen in his life before, which will make it difficult. But I think Saquon can carry the ball, catch screens, and make enough action here to score probably 14 to 17 points. And I don't think the Patriots really need will score that much more. I really hope Mac Jones is in the starter here because I'm sick of people hating on him. I wanted to be Bailey Zappi just so you could see that there's more quarterbacks that would stink with this roster. Will Greers, I don't even I don't know why they would even dress him. Uh or Malik Cunningham's on the practice squad. Call him up and let him play because he's he's at least a different type of quarterback to where he's very fast and athletic and maybe you could do something with him. He's not even in the consideration. The Patriots need to lose this game. They need to lose this game. If you, uh, if they win this and they win one more, they're probably out of the top three. And if they're out of the top three, that's where it gets bleak. You need Caleb Williams, Drake May, or Marvin Harrison Jr., and I'm fine with running it back one more year with Mac Jones if they get it. Marvin Harrison Jr. I really am. Go one more year. Draft QB in the second or third round. Mac sucks with, with a new offense next year with new players. You bring in the rookie. That's all I'm saying. That's all my Patriots take. I'm picking the Giants out of pure belief in Tommy DeVito and disbelief that the Patriots have it in them to score 17 points. I just don't think they do. Giants defense is okay too, by the way. It is okay. And so... I don't know the over under on this game, but I'm sure it's probably like 36. If I had to guess 38. 34. 34?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, then that's another reason to take the points. Because if it's 34, that's, you're looking at probably a push if the Patriots do win by three. I don't see them winning by more than three if that, if that, uh, that under, if that, if that's the over under. So I'm going to take the Giants. Steven is taking the Patriots, he has more faith in my team than I do. Uh, Greg, what says you?
1: Um, I join you yet again on the New York Giants, plus three and a half. I think the Pats have completely given up on the year. I mean, typically, you, would, you at, at this point, you would state, okay, Belichick against a rookie quarterback, like he's going to throw some crazy stuff. I don't think he's going to. I think that at this point, they're positioning for a higher round, you know, in the draft. And uh, obviously, they're not going to get... The top tier talent, like the uh, head losers will get, but, uh, you know, they they do only have two wins on the year. They don't want to get to three, I don't think. And I I mean, if they they only have
0: if they only have two wins this season, they will have the first pick. I do think that will happen. I think
1: the Panthers will get three wins. I think the Cardinals will get three wins. That's awesome. I could see that. No, I think the Cardinals will definitely get to three. I don't know about uh, Carolina um
0: they have nothing to tank for though right like they have no them.
1: no for sure that no i i totally agree if, if uh if there's anybody that's incentivized to not win another game it should be the pats and uh belichick's smart enough to know that and to be honest you haven't seen a whole lot of them out uh, out of them the last few weeks so uh i think it's pretty easy here i think new york giants it's two bad teams playing each other like you said the total's super low it's insane you, yeah, so you got to take the team. That's Thirty-four. Getting almost, yeah, the team is getting three and a half points. It's an automatic take if you just look at it mathematically. So there you go. Okay.
0: Uh, the Panthers, who we just invoked there, are the next game we're talking about. They are playing the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee is three and a half point favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're also a three win team. They're three and seven themselves. And I'm going to tell you right now, I do think the Panthers get their second win this game. They played Dallas surprisingly close. I know there was like five fourth down conversions to get it into like a 13 point game or something at one point. Frank Wright is going to get fired after this season. Um, He's dissed the front office. Actually, rightfully so, because he was all in on uh, CJ Stroud and they took Bryce Young. But I think that type of disagreement that he's kind of public with is not something that will have a lasting relationship giving the play calling away, taking it back. It's all reasons to take against the Panthers, but I think Mike Vrabel is also out on the season and this Titan teams Titan, this Titans team really stinks. They're giving me three and a half. I'm going to take the Panthers to cover that. I think they actually win the game outright, Um, but I'm going to take, I'm going to take Carolina. They've had opportunities in some of these games. They are one and nine. They're a bad football team. Bryce Young has not looked good. He's got pretty bad players around him. But, like, if you go through these games, I know the Cowboys did cover, and they won by quite a bit. But uh, did I give us the Cowboys covering that? I don't know if I did. Yeah, I did. Okay, I was making sure. Um, But they played the Bears close the week before. They beat the Texans. Uh okay, well, they played the Vikings close, I guess. Now I'm going through the whole schedule. They sh- they could have beat the Saints. It- it's just they're not as bad as a record indicates. They're a bad team, but one and nine. I think they can strike. I think lightning can strike a few times, and I think they can win this game. And so I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Panthers to cover. That's that's it. And I'm getting three and a half. So I think they're gonna win. I'm getting three and a half. This is actually spoiler alert, Steven's uh survivor pick is the Titans to win here, which is a kind of a risk, I think. When you have so many teams available, but is it take the Titans? This is a survivor pick. I'm going Panthers. Greg, are you going with Steve for the first time, or are we still 100? Um,
1: <laughs> I hate to do it, but uh, it's okay. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Carolina. Oh, you're on yeah, I Yeah, and I hate to do it. Like there, you have won one game, <laughs> but I will say that one game that they won, I picked them to win. So. I am 100% on picking the Carolina Panthers to win. <laughs> so you're riding with the best right here. And I, like I, I think that, yeah, I think that there's some interesting problems with Tennessee. First problem, they have Will Levis as their quarterback. He's not good. He had one game where he threw like some like four gigantic. Pounds, yeah. yeah, he threw gigantic bombs. They all worked out perfectly. And now we've seen. Uh, oh, God, look at Bill Walton. My God, what a testament to humanity. Um, anyway, Sterling and I <laughs> both have the Gonzaga game on right now, and it is, uh, we have been blessed with it being called by Bill Walton, who should not call basketball games. Uh, he's so that. high there right now. He is high as hell, as he has been for the last 30-plus years. <laughs> I love <laughs> anyways, him, man. I do, too. I do, too. He's, he's definitely rocking a nice uh, Hawaiian shirt there um anyways yeah i'm taking carolina plus three and a half like like in the last game it's two crappy teams when you've got two crappy teams what's the total on this one let me look that up real quick That has to be around
0: 35 or 36 too right
1: five take the crappy team three and a half easy carolina this is a math what'd you say you cut out oh sorry it's a mathematical problem and it, when you have an instance like that, you just take the points.
0: I will say this also, since, uh, since will Levis started, he he broke out against the Falcons. The Falcons are not a good team. He threw the four touchdowns, 28 23, since then, lost to the Steelers, 16 points, killed by the Bucks, six points, killed by the Jaguars, 14 points. So it's not like, I mean, honestly, I get why they're favored in this game. It's at home and it's uh, it's against a one to nine team, but that's too many points for a team that has a similar record and also has not, Really done anything in the past three weeks? That's all I'm yeah. saying.
1: Okay. No, totally agreed.
0: We're getting creepy here. We'll see if we agree on the. Re- we have six games left. I think we're going to disagree on <laughs> at least. I think we're going to disagree on two of these games. This might be no. one. Rams, Cardinals, Cardinals, one and a half point favorites at home. Kyler Murray came back. He's actually moving pretty well. I'm surprised. I kind of forgot Kyler Murray. You know, I forgot about him.
1: Where can I ask real quick? Where are you getting these lines? Because I'm getting a big kind of discrepancy. What is your line? I've got Arizona a one point dog. I have a one and a half. One and a half point dog.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you're said one a half point favorite.
0: Oh, sorry. No, I meant, I mean, yeah, I meant LA okay. was by one and a half. No, okay. yeah, okay. We're gotcha. right on that. Go ahead. Um, okay. Kyler Murray's actually looked good. Very surprisingly. I'm happy for him. It looks like he's came back. Uh, he's going to get traded for in the offseason. I don't know what his value is. That contract's huge. Uh, but a team will trade for that probably a third or fourth rounder because of how big of contract that is and the and the inherent risk of taking a quarterback that size and with the injury history. So he's going to keep balling out. The thing is, if Stafford is starting, I'm betting on the Rams in a game like this where they're playing a similarly bad team. Um I'm going to take the Rams. I think they win this game by three to seven. It's going to be close, but the Rams similar to how the 49ers have kind of dominated, um, the Seahawks the fa- past few years. The Rams dominate the Cardinals and McVay has, um, you speak Kingsbury's number. Uh, Shane Steichen is a new guy. I think is the head coach there. Nope. It's not Shane Steichen. It's the other Eagles coordinator. What's his name? Do you have a name for me? Hmm.
1: Eagles coordinator. Uh, no, 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 no. the,
0: the I... other, uh, the coach of the Cardinals. What's his name? It's not Shane Steichen. That's the coach of the. I
1: I have no idea what that guy's name is. I have no uh, idea. I'm gonna look it up.
0: Okay, He's well I'm brand picking... new. Yeah he he was um he was the other coordinator for the. Oh my god, this is terrible. This is terrible podcasting. Nobody listens to this episode though. It <laughs> is Jonathan Gannon. There we go. Yeah.
1: I Ding, think knee, he knee. was.
0: He was a defensive coordinator for the for the Eagles, the team that gave up there all those yards to Mahomes in the Super Bowl. There you go. Yep, great. Okay, so Jonathan Gannon, I do not think is a good coach. So I think the Rams will win this game by at least two points, which is all they need to do. Steven is taking the Rams. He's agreeing with me. Do you agree with us? Yeah. Or are you going solo?
1: I don't. I don't think Sean McVay's is a very good coach either. Like honestly, the last year. I mean, come on now. Come on now. I'm just saying he runs, he runs on every single first down. I'm just saying there's some play calling that could be a little bit more. Interesting. Oh, he's definitely
0: clocking it in now.
1: He's going to yeah, retire. He when
0: he started saying that, you know, they should have fired him. Oh, he
1: is. He is totally going to retire. And he said it. And like, he's having, he just had his first child. Congrats to you, Sean. Like, that's an awesome. Awesome thing. And you're, you're, uh, I'm excited for your, your new life's journey, but, uh, I, He's going to be back. I'm, he'll be back. Yeah, I think he will. I think he's going to spend a few years away living his life and enjoying family time. Um, And, yeah, I think the door will always be open for him um, to come back in whatever capacity. But, yeah, I'm going with you guys both on L.A. Uh, I guess we got minus one and a half. I I think uh, we're going to see some inconsistencies out of Kyler Murray. Like, we've only seen these little snapshots the last two weeks. Um, Obviously, they played Houston pretty well last week. Um, but I just I think that they're going to run into a more complete team than they've got on the field. And LA, actually, without Cooper Cup, like it's looking like Cooper Cup's not going to play.
0: I don't LA know. <laughs>
1: ha, LA has a better win record without him playing. Like it's, it's, I mean, since the Super Bowl season they had, obviously, post that, he was fantastic the year they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But after that, he they still won the MVP. Had a better, yeah, no for real. But um I think it's pretty easy. I think you yeah. go with LA here. Um and I think it'll be close. You know, I think this will be a four or five point game, maybe a field goal game, but yeah. LA will get it. If they can go up and win in uh win in Seattle like they did last week, um I I don't see why they have any trouble with Arizona here.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um so we're all on the Rams. Cleveland at Denver. Denver is one and a half point favorites. Do I have that one, right? Yeah. Okay. I do. Yeah. Um, the over under in this game is the more interesting one. It's 36. I think the under is the best bet of the week. I did not bet this. So I did not bet my best bet of the week, but these teams will just run the ball the entire time. There's going to be very little passing. Um, Both defenses are actually balling out. This is like the last week, the Browns won 13, 10. So, I think it's going to be a game like that. I say that, but I'm going to take the Broncos. I just think Russell Wilson's better than DTR. I think the defenses, uh, the Browns have a better defense, but I don't think the Broncos are lagging that far behind. They have really turned it around, right? The last few weeks. And I I, I can definitely see the Browns winning this game. I just can't pick uh, DTR. I can't after, after that, after his first start against the Ravens, I know last week they beat the Steelers that led to a coach being fired for the first time since world war II, as we mentioned, he was not good in that game. I know he threw the ball 43 times in that game. How is that possible? Well, okay. I guess they might, I guess they might throw it or throw more, but I would, I would not throw against the, I would, I would suggest not throwing against the, uh, the um, Broncos secondary that much. This week because he will get picked off more. So I'm taking the Broncos. Steve is of course taking the Broncos. Is this our first disagreement?
1: I thought we might. This is our first disagreement. Wow. I'm taking Cleveland. Yeah. Sorry. I don't uh I don't know. I think the Broncos have been kind of an interesting story the last few weeks, but I think they run out of steam here. <laughs> um and I think they're evenly matched, but um, on the defensive side, I definitely think Cleveland is probably the top yeah they're they're a top three or four unit right now. I have a number one and they could be number one. Miles Garrett is making a case for defensive player of the year, obviously, I think he's probably the the shortest shot at this point um so yeah I'll, yeah I'll, i mean i I yeah, I think he's probably minus money. At this point, he's got to be minus 120 or something. Minus 115. uh, Yeah, Cleveland, minus 115. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, taking Cleveland plus the points. uh, Happy to have them. Won't need them. It's going to be an outright victory there in uh, Mile High. Yeah. Also, Broncos being home.
0: I forgot to mention that. That's kind of uh, one of the reasons. Okay, this one will be our, I think... This is going to be our disagreement and then the next three we'll agree on. So we'll see if I'm right. Uh, Chiefs and Raiders. Raiders are nine point underdogs at home against the Chiefs. I don't like this Raiders team. I just don't think this Chiefs team, this offense is not good. They've beat up on a few teams, including maybe the Raiders once. I could be wrong, but uh, I don't even know if they beat them up in that game. Is this the first time they've played? Yeah. This is their first matchup. Okay. Oh yeah. If this is their first matchup, then yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to say the Raiders cover this. Uh, I don't know what's happened with the Chiefs. We kind of talked about that earlier. They just, they don't inspire me this year. And I've continuously made the comparison to 2006 with the Patriots where they had Jabbar Gaffney and Richie Caldwell throwing the ball to Tom Brady throwing the ball. And I think Mahomes has better receivers this year and he does still have Travis Kelsey. I don't want to, I don't want to give him a buy here, but this is not that talented offense. They should never have drafted Clyde Edwards Hilaire two years ago. They should have drafted a position of need, which I would say running back is never a position of need. But they've got they, they thought, well, we got a great team here. They should have taken a receiver there in the first round. T. Higgins was right there for them, right? They knew this contract stuff was going to happen. They have a really good GM. The defense of the Chiefs is, is a great unit. I think the offense sucks. And Mahomes this year has been bad. Like, he has not been a good quarterback. And blame it on the drops. Blame it on whatever you want. He's just not been that good of a quarterback this year. Maybe losing the enemy. Hmm? Anyone even blame that? And we let letting him go? Eh, just saying. So, I'm going to take the Broncos. Uh, I'm going to take the Broncos. Or not the Broncos. Jesus Christ. The Raiders. AFC West. Getting in my head. I'm going to take the Raiders to cover here. I just think they keep it under 10. It's nine. I think they. I think they keep it within. I think it's a closer game. I just don't think the Chiefs have the ability to blow teams out unless they're awful, awful, awful teams. And I don't think the Raiders are that that awful. You know, this is this is in L.A. or L, in Las Vegas. Sorry. Um, I'm looking at the Chiefs' schedule go, coming up. So they got the Raiders, the Packers, the Bills, the Patriots, the Raiders again, the Bengals, and the Chargers. I don't think they blow out any of those teams. Maybe the Patriots. But I don't think they blow out any of those other teams. I just don't. I think a lot of people are, I'm just talking in circles kind of here, but I think a lot of people are still looking at this Chiefs team like their last year's Chiefs team or the last four years. This is not a good football team. The defense is good. The offense is rusty, crusty, musty, dusty. Raiders plus nine. Disrespectful. What's say you? Oh, um, uh, Stephen is taking the Chiefs. What's say you, Greg?
1: Oh, I hate to do it, but I'm I'm taking the Chiefs minus nine. I just don't. Yeah, I I hate it. I hate myself for taking them. I hate. I hate, I hate you hate for them. taking them. I hate me for taking them too. Um, I just think there's going to be some positive regression here. I think there's a lot of bad luck for the Chiefs in that last game against Philadelphia. Like, the, the receivers could not catch anything. Even Travis Kelsey could not catch anything. I don't put any weight into the bye week visit down to South America. Mm, I do. The the lack of Taylor Swift in the audience there in Arrowhead. It doesn't matter. You know, matter. Who puts, you know talking to that? Donna. You do?
0: Donna Yeah, Kelsey Donna does. cares.
1: Yeah, she does. But ultimately, Travis is the man on the field. He's been doing this for a long darn time, and he should be able to catch the football every now and then, whether Taylor is within the vicinity of Arrowhead or not. And uh, I think that you're going to see Kansas City come out very pissed off, very angry, and the uh, Las Vegas Raiders are going to be taking the burn of that anger uh, on Sunday. You think they're still smoking cigars
0: from winning a few weeks ago?
1: dude they've been (laughs) they have a cigar subscription at this point because they have gotten so addicted yeah they they have they have the magazine they have uh, a cigar subscription coming. they are off the chain with cigars and champagne because they've won and my dog griffey is making noise in the background thank you griffey how you doing
0: good boy uh well hey i can't hate on that pick i'm just i'm Purely picking this from this is too many points. Uh, oh, it is, game, it is. They do not deserve to be favored by any team over five points. Their offense is putrid. Mahomes, 100%. A, Mah, I can't. Where is Mahomes projected to rank in points per game this year? Like, in uh, I saw this tweet somewhere, I can't find I'm not going to be able to find it. It's okay. Um, but what I'm saying is. I don't know. You should
1: get... see. By the way, just uh, side commentary on the. They're 14th right now.
0: They're 14th in the league in points per game.
1: I think there are 10 people at this game in Maui right now, or not in Maui, Honolulu. It's only seventh. Uh,
0: I'm looking at it. The crowd. I know. Is...
1: I, I like. What else are you doing? Like, oh, we got to go to the beach. Come on. This go should. Watch the Zags.
0: This game should have been before Purdue. By the way,
1: that was a challenge. Oh, 100, 100 percent.
0: Yeah, I don't know why they did it this way,
1: but what okay. do I know? Anyways, or, whatever.
0: Well, hey, Gonzaga looks good right now, up five. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: like okay, three more games. I'm not mad about the KC pick, by the way. I just, I just don't think nine, nine's way too much for an offense that is that bad.
1: Uh, oh, I, I totally agree. I just can't take Oakland with uh, Aiden O'Connell. You know the fake, uh, the fake Derek Carr guy. Um, <laughs> he does look like him. Yeah. So
0: okay, three more games. Bills at Eagles. Eagles are three point favorites. If you do think Brock Purdy will win the MVP, then you should be betting the Bills. This game is all I'd say because I think if the Eagles win this, it kind of wraps up MVP. There's one more Jalen Hurts Dak Prescott matchup, but this is another marquee game where I really I, I am picking the Eagles. I don't think Jalen Hurts should be the MVP. I think he will be the MVP. Um, the Eagles are the Eagles are solid. They're going to be solid in the playoffs. They're going to be hard to beat. I mean, Jalen Hurts rushing montage, his touchdowns was hilarious. I saw this on Twitter. It's literally just the tush push. It's like two minutes <laughs> long, I've fast forwarded. It's like, it's insane. That's all he uh, does. That's his best play.
1: Um, so boring.
0: Yeah, it's not fun. I hate Nick Sirianni. I officially hate Nick I, Sirianni.
1: I think everybody hates that guy.
0: When he was doing like, what he did after that game, celebrating, yeah. you realize, guess what? Every single Chiefs player and fan. Does not care about that game because they beat you in the Super Bowl. They have a ring. Uh-huh. You don't. So, yep. They can still talk to you. You know, you have won a regular season game by four points. They won a Super Man. Bowl. So,
1: yeah, well, that was his Super Bowl, Nick. It wasn't. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I hate him. I think he's a cocky, arrogant head coach that is not actually that good at his job and will be exposed in the playoffs or when. They actually started losing some of these players because they have the, the the real MVP of that team is the GM. I think it's Harry Roseman who has assembled that team, who has assembled a team with five great offensive linemen, probably six, a really good wide receiving core. Jalen Hurts has been good. The defense is great and otherworldly too. At times they have a lot of injuries, but still like they, the, their draft has been phenomenal. They made trades that were great. So I don't want to hear Nick Sirianni talk anymore. So I wish I was, I wish the Bills win this game. I want the Bills to win this game. I want the Bills to shut him up. I just don't think Josh Allen has it in him. He's reverted too much back to his, um, his, his old self. And it happens way too often. I actually had a dream about this game last night. Josh Allen had four interceptions. I hope it <laughs> doesn't come true. So I'm taking the Eagles as a premonition. I don't know why I was dreaming about Eagles bills, but I did. Oh, that's great. I love it so
1: much but
0: uh steve is taking the eagles too okay
1: yeah and i'm i'm with the eagles too here minus three i don't know who's betting the bills even as a underdog three points isn't enough i think it's four and a half
0: or five
1: yeah i think it should be kind of in that dead zone exactly where they kind of make you go wait a minute i don't know if i really want to do that um but even at four or five, I think Eagles cover by easily ten points here. Bills are so shaky. Deal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we beat the Jets. Big deal. You guys are such frauds, and you're going to get exposed in this one on the defensive end. Um, you know, i I think uh I think Josh might show up and and have a semi decent game, but it's not going to matter because the other side of the ball is going to be such a sieve. And uh, it's going to be real tough to stop Jalen Hurts. The tush push is like the automatic hack. Every single game, it comes in clutch, whether it's on the goal line or they you know, they, they have a fourth and one and they convert it. It's uh, it's amazing what that'll do for you over the course of a game when you use it three or four times. It will be bad so, next year, per- by the way, 100%. I, I think it probably will be, but I don't think it should be. It shouldn't be, but it uh, will be. It shouldn't be though, right? Because no, I agree. Realistically, Philadelphia is the only team that has figured out how to do it very consistently. And yeah, even I think they failed like three times total. Yeah, even they screw it up every now and then. So it's not automatic. It's just they they know how to do it better than anybody. A lot of teams have tried it this year. We've seen it so mm-hmm. many different times, and they usually don't make it work. So I think uh, I I hope the NFL shows leniency. And allows us to continue because I think it's really a matter of finding the right uh, group of guys that have that skill set to get that low. Obviously, they've got a great center there in Philadelphia. Um, you know, probably the best in the league, and that that's a huge difference maker when they're trying to run that little tush push. But uh, yeah, Philadelphia minus three, no problem.
0: I agree. Um, okay, two more games. Ravens, Chargers, Chargers are three and a half point underdogs at home. Uh, What more do I have to say here? I picked them last week. I bet on them last week. I'm not a fool no more. Uh, I also can't bet on the Ravens because of prior history. This will be the last game Brandon Silly coaches this team. He's a defensive Uh coach. Their defense is the worst defense in the NFL. They give up yards to everybody and anybody. Uh, They should have won that game against the Packers, by the way. Quentin Johnston, that drop was insane. That drop is cuttable. I know he's like a second round pick, so they won't cut him, or he might have even been the first. But that drop is where, at the end of the game, Brandon said, we've seen him through training camp make plays like that. Training camp was literally three months ago, Brandon. What about the season? And then he gets all er arrogant. He's just like Nick Sirianni, except he's worse. Like, he doesn't win, at least. Like, Nick Sirianni, at least, can be arrogant because he's won a lot of games. This guy sucks. They should have fired. They have wasted another year of Justin Herbert. By keeping this coach when they lost the 27, was it a 27-point lead in the playoffs? And everybody already thought your coach was a dumbass. Guess what you do to that coach? You can him, you don't bring him back. Because there's a lot of people out there that would love to coach Justin Herbert, and you've wasted yet another year with a bad coach who is a defensive guy who doesn't know how to coach defense. They have Joey Bosa. Khalil Mack, Derwin James. They had JC Jackson was a big money guy that they gave back to the Patriots. They had literally cornerstones on every spot on the field and they still suck. And it's not like Khalil Mack or Joey Bosa's wash. Derwin James is one of the best safeties. JC Jackson signed that big deal and they couldn't play him. I don't get it. I don't get it. This will be his last game coaching the Chargers. If it's not, whatever. Sorry, Justin Herbert. You're getting your careers being ruined because of uh I'm taking the Ravens here. I know the Ravens have blown big leads <laughs> and fourth quarters. They're a team I don't really trust, but I do trust them in a dome in Los Angeles against Justin Herbert and Brandon Staley, especially. I think they're going to win, blow the brakes off of them. I don't know no Mark Andrews that gives me pause, but Hey, doesn't really matter to me. I'm going Ravens. Steven is going the chargers. Who are you going with
1: Greg? Um, I join you once again on Baltimore minus three and a half. This shouldn't even be close. Um, they have the defensive edge. Brandon Staley, like you said, has been a complete failure. He was brought, as an, brought in as a defensive guy. He hasn't got the job done whatsoever. Um, I hope this is the last game should for be. Brandon Staley. It should be. And uh, I hope he gets exposed so utterly and completely by Baltimore um, that it really is no option but for the Spanos to – just get rid of him. But um yeah, Baltimore should beat Chargers by 10 here easily.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's not, it's not yeah,
1: it's not gonna be super close. Um terrible game. I think we've seen a lot of regression from um Austin Eckler. He has not he, I don't know if he's just gotten kind of figured out or if he's lost a step, but um he has been uh kind of shadow of himself. And then on the receiving end, it's just like all you have is Keenan Allen. That's all you have. So yeah. if they double him, if they double him, and I think this is a secondary that can really shut him down, what do you got at that point? There's just nothing there. I'll tell so, you what, John, Greg, you ready for this? You got diddly squat. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I think that is how the mathematical equation works out. Um, so I think it'll be really tough. I think it'll be really tough for them to keep up here. So I could see Baltimore blowing him out by like 10. But uh, yeah, easily by three and a half. No doubt. Look at Anton Watson. 23 points tonight. My God. I wish to could
0: have done that against Purdue. Um, yeah. Bears, f- capping off Bears, Vikings. Uh, Vikings are three and a half point favorites here. I have one, one thing to say to you. Josh Dobbs. That's it. I'm taking the Vikings. I don't need it. I don't. Justin Fields. Don't care. Bears defense don't care. This could have been a 10-point game. I'm taking the Vikings. I would not take the Vikings at 10, but I'm taking them at 3.5. Steve is also taking them. Are you
1: agreeing? You know, I am, and it's funny because I was on Minnesota last before it became a sexy pick, and you guys were both on uh, whatever team they played, uh, Denver. Uh And obviously, Minnesota lost that game, but they did cover the spread that we were betting. Uh And uh, so... I've been on Josh Dobbs for a long time. I'm taking Minnesota. My three and a half. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, Chicago, like you and I were riding last week on Detroit um, and we teased that down. Thank God. I don't know if you had anything on the actual line on that one. I didn't. I just had the tease. No,
0: just the tease.
1: Okay. But uh, yeah. And the tease was lucky to get home if you remember correctly. I do um, you recall correctly. I, yeah, I think I lost about a year off of my life watching that game. Dang, you're and, old. Uh, I know, dude. I'm probably like, actually like real life age is like 89 now with all the sports betting and shit I've done. So, and uh, anyways, um, you need to, you actually need to edit this now. I said the S word and I apologize to our, our listeners. You guys don't need to hear that. And you know I the pride S-word myself. I, it's a bad word. What don't word did assist. you say? It was the S word. Shit. Yes, don't say it.
0: Okay. Well, let's get this. What's your survivor pick? See mine is the Dolphins. Steven is the Titans. What is yours, Greg?
1: Did you not use Miami? No, I haven't. Let me check the record real quick. Hold on. I haven't used them. Sterling oh. has used Detroit, Cleveland, Seattle, Dallas. Okay, Miami. Um, I am going with the San Francisco forty ers Okay. And we've got Stephen down for Tennessee. Oh God, we might actually I lose. I think that one. this this might be the week we finally get even with him. I think so too.
0: Okay, yeah. we it's Thanksgiving Eve. I'm gonna go watch Sopranos or Fargo. You you go uh, you go handle Edgar and Griffey and whatever you're doing and watching the Gonzaga game. And Steve is getting drunk. So okay. With that being said, love you, Greg. Happy Thanksgiving. I love you and uh i'm gonna have to edit this podcast because because you using a lot of curse words so uh... don't
1: edit it i just used the s word okay
0: we'll see and then i was talking we'll about that i was sense. talking about some.